Yes, we're live. Yes, good evening, everyone. Uh, it's Dan Bogusovic here and Zane uh, Tan, Zane Tan, but but your full name is, is longer, right? Zane Tan yeah. is the older version of it, right? Yeah, it's my made up name. Okay. <laughs> it's your Marvel uh, name. <laughs> Avatar name, Avatar name. Okay, so um, tonight, uh, I know it's it's Champions League night, that's why I'm wearing AC Milan uh, jersey because they are playing against Liverpool. But uh, but still, we decided to to run our weekly show because like we started it on every Wednesday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern European time, uh, 8 p.m. UK time, and uh, we are just keeping the promise. And tonight, we will be talking about value proposition design, namely, uh, like more specifically, we will show you how to properly use value proposition canvas. Very nice tool from uh, Strategizer. We have used some other tools from uh, Strategizers before. Uh, they are just, you know, in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of strategy, they are just, um, you know, um, one of the best institutions out there. And that's why it's it's common for, for entrepreneurs to use their tools uh, such as, uh, you know, value proposition canvas, empathy map, uh, business model canvas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, Zane, would you like to add something before we start? Uh, I don't have anything to add, but uh, I just want to ask you, like, if people are new, so for example, I'm new to this tool, um, Value Proposition Design. So if people are new to this tool, then what is the benefit of them using it? Would you mind just letting people know what's the benefit of using uh, Value Proposition Design? Of, of course. So um, of course, it's it's necessary for, for new businesses, right? So if you start a business, uh, you want to formulate what is the actual value? What is the actual benefit that your business will be providing to um, to customers uh, who are either you know individuals or other businesses? Um, but also from marketing point of view, it's very important tool. Uh, like um, how I see it is that sometimes I. So, so from my point of view as a marketing agency owner, sometimes I I encounter clients who you know created their business um, some time ago and it's going well and they are not fully aware of their value proposition, and the problem is that the value and uh, that communicating value proposition makes your marketing unique, makes you makes your business unique on the market. So that's why it's it's very uh, useful sometimes to just you know sit down with your with your with your customer or just just within your company and discuss your value proposition canvas. So then your marketing team, but also your sales team, uh, can do better job by communicating to your uh, prospective customers that your value proposition is X because um, your customers might uh, might experience your value proposition, but sometimes they are not clearly aware what you, what's your value proposition is, right? It's not, it's not like 
delivering value is not only about product or service itself and its price. Like it goes way deeper. So that's why we we need this kind of tool as value proposition canvas. Cool. And I think if it helps people to understand it, it's like, you know, we keep talking about, oh, you need to give value to people, give value, give value. But what does value actually mean to people? I think this is where the tool comes in handy to help you define what does value mean to that audience that you're trying to serve or that customer you're trying to sell to. So that's probably the uh, definition, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Precisely. Cool. Let's All go. Right. So let's move on. We will start first. Uh, can you change to empathy map first? Because of course, because empathy map that we discussed five weeks ago is like first step to creating effect to generating, formulating, designing effective value proposition canvas. Because uh, so all those uh, areas of see, say, and do hear and think and feel, they correspond to the pain and gains of the customers. And those pains and gains of, of our potential customer, uh, can you switch to uh, to the to value proposition canvas? Mm -hmm. Will then appear again in our value proposition canvas because value proposition canvas is like, um, it's like two, two halves of an apple. One half is like, uh, you know, your customer, so they uh, get, uh, pains and gains and uh, jobs that they need to um, complete. And then the, the other side of this, let's say, apple um, is your business, is, uh, is your products and services that you uh, provide to your customers and gain creators that will correspond to the gains that this potential customer is expecting to get and pain relievers so feature uh, so benefits of your products that will make your customer pain go away <laughs> makes sense okay so uh, so <clears throat> Logically, we will, in our value proposition canvas, we will start with the right side, not the left side. Of course, normally, with everything in the world, when it comes to reading and etc., we start from left to right. But in this case, we start from right to left. And of course, we start by filling in uh, fields of gains and pains because we already have them from our empathy map and when it comes to customer jobs then based on those gains and pains we need to formulate them so let's uh, let's think of the example of smartwatches right because we we used this example before so a uh, customer job for for smartwatches um, are, for example, uh, people want to know more about, the, uh, about their activity levels, uh, but also they want to seamlessly control their uh, mobile phones. That's, mm -hmm. that's fair okay? just, just two customer jobs I'm naming here because, of course, if we sit down and we discuss uh, smartwatches 
like uh, from from beginning till the like uh, very in-depth analysis then probably we will find at least 10 customer jobs here and then gains and pains we didn't discuss smartwatches before for for pains and gains but when it comes to pains is that uh, for example uh, pain might be the fact that um, people don't uh, make they they don't have enough physical activity during the day so this is this milestone of let's say 10000 uh, steps or maybe a milestone of i don't know uh, 30 300 to 400 uh, uh, kilograms uh, uh, calories burned because of uh, of your let's say increased heart rate exercising during a day uh, gains probably you know um, something like uh, something less important actually something that is you know it's like extra it's not like something that is necessary in our life more more of um something that will cause a surprise i would say you know so uh, so if you follow us on instagram i posted like two weeks ago a really nice framework by brian tracy about uh, amazing customer service and you know first step is to uh, deliver deliver what what client expects right what your customer expects from you from your business from your product from your service so but these things are in the pain area so we have a problem we find a solution we buy the solution and we expect our pains to go away right so that's what we expect but with gains it's something that we don't expect that's something that over overcomes our uh, expectations we can ex expect it to some extent but we don't treat it as necessary to be included right so we discussed uh, the customer side now so now moving to to the uh, product and service side so the business side the our value side so we start with products and services so our product of course, will be smartwatch itself, but not only because with smartwatch uh, there come uh, there come other uh, you know uh, services like uh, for example I don't know even even the in Garmin there is for example a feature that you can post your workouts to to Instagram or something like that right so. Mm -hmm. So these are also services uh, included uh, in your in your in your uh, in your product in your service, right? Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to pain relievers, and uh, these have to be, let's say, corresponding uh, features or benefits that your product or service will deliver to your customer corresponding to the pains that they have. So for example, if someone uh, is uh, is aiming for, so, so their pain is that they are not reaching this 10,000 steps milestone during a day, right? So pain reliever will be 
you know, some reminders that your smartwatch will send to you that, oh, you have still like 4,000 steps to complete today and it's 6 p.m. in the evening. Go outside or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, go on. No, I'm just going to say that um, if people are watching, then it's a lot easier. But basically, if people are listening, then from the customer side, we're looking at three things, right? The pains, the gains, what is the job that the customer is trying to achieve? But then we have corresponding things for each of these areas, which translates to the left, what you see on the screen there, which is eventually becomes the products and services. What's the gain creator? What's the pain reliever? and um yeah it's like a it's like a it's like what you just said there about like pain and gains it's like most people would feel the pain the emotions of pain probably a little bit more than the gains actually because most of us would do anything to avoid a pain for example avoid ill health avoid going broke avoid um uh being i don't know being judged you know those are all sorts of different pains that people will have and when you tap into those emotions and that's what we're trying to do here which is to understand what is the pain that people are going through what do they not have or they do not feel enough about then we create the product and services that address those pains and that's why the pain reliever is coming and then we flip that it's basically the king the uh the gain creator isn't it yeah, like uh, good that you mentioned going broke as, as a pain, you know. So let's think about credit cards, for example, here, right? And their value proposition. So the pain reliever of the credit card will be uh, the available uh, loan because like it's a kind of a loan uh, that mm. you get available credit on your card, right? But game creators of this credit card will be, for example, the fact that you can pay for it in any shop, let's say in the UK or, or in Europe. You can, uh, you know, take the money out of uh, ATM machine with this card in every ATM in Europe or whatever. Th this will be game creators. This will be these extra things that they are not necessary for us, but it's nice to have them, right? Yeah. And an example I just think of, right, going back to our smartwatch example, is that when, you know, I can think of the Apple smartwatch, for example, because yesterday they just released a whole suite of new Apple products, right? And obviously, we, we're not going to go into like Apple or everything, but we just use that as an example. So customer jobs, they know that um, customer wants something more because of Garmin, etc. They know that someone, they want something that's smart, that's wearables. So they designed this um the smartwatch and when apple watch first came out it was just about controlling the apps you can view photos on your on your wrist you can do everything right as they develop the product now you can do wireless payments so when you you can just like do this when you go out and shopping and that's all the gains that they just add on right like, like oh that's one step of convenience that the customer can have and the pain could be that you know how they're talking about health a lot in the what the um, smart watch um sorts of uh, products and they show how you know in the past you have to get like i don't know blood pressure using this machine oxygen level using this machine count steps using this you need this using that now they put everything together onto a watch it's waterproof you can do it when you're swimming it's dust proof all those things so they're addressing all those stuff 
And the gain for them is like, oh, okay, because everyone likes this, it's very active, it's very sporty. So we created Apple Fitness Plus. So you can now do workouts with your partners. But they didn't start off doing Apple Fitness Plus, for example. So it's when they're working their way through, they realize what customers want, what customers don't want, where the market is really using the product for. Then they start to build on the, um, the gain. But I think you're right in that. They probably started off with a bit of... Um, trying to fill a gap in the market in, in terms of what they can serve or what they can sell. Mm -hmm. Then they started to understand, oh, this is how our customers are using the product. They're using it as a payment. They're using it for phone calls. They're using it for, I don't know, watching quick messages on, the, on, their, on, their, on their wrist. And that's how they started to, um, to grow and incorporate more and more products. And they to top it up with more and more gains on top of it, on top of it, on top of it. That's how they get better yeah. and better products. Like... In my in my sense, I might be wrong because probably I'm not uh, you know the most experienced entrepreneur out there. I'm not the most uh, experienced. Um, I'm not an academic when it comes to. Uh, I'm not an academic at all. But uh, you know there are some some uh, you know academic people who probably are very well accustomed with this tool and probably they know they will know better. But but in my sense. It's like most of the time, uh, you know, in, in some industries, you have very similar products in that sense that they have, uh, like, they they satisfy uh, this uh, these pains, you know, they they satisfy, they, they have this pain relievers, like pain relievers are more or less the same, you know, and game creators that's the area when you uh, you know have a bit of a play play around and you can you know uh differentiate yourself on the market right so uh for example for you would be i don't know pain relievers you probably have the same as any other coach so you are uh you are helping people to reach their goals probably that's 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 the uh that's the pain reliever that they have like they are not reaching their goals you help them you give them guidelines to reach their goals probably more or less the same for every coaches but on the game creator's side not every coach will behave like a friend not every coach will be so flexible with their time schedule etc etc these are multiple things that you can you know play around here and uh, deliver these gains, these benefits to your uh, customers. I don't. I, I know you mm -hmm. don't call customers, and uh, and it's the same with me. You know, my pain, uh, pain reliever that I deliver, uh, that I that I have for my clients, is you know building their social media presence and boosting their. Uh, uh, their growth, their sales, and actually, not every marketer can do it. Uh, probably not everyone, every personal coach can also, you know, um, help uh, people reach their goals. But let's assume they can, and then gay creators will be the fact that you know I'm building like a friendly, friendly relationship with my clients. The fact that uh, you know. Um, I don't know. Even even such stupid things as I don't take upfront payment. I uh, you know I ask for the payment at the end of the month, right? So um, 
so probably this this is also like pain uh, creator or maybe the fact that my clients can reach out to me even in, in the evening which is not always healthy but yeah it is what it is <laughs> mm. so uh, so yeah, yeah I, that's completely it, it, to to many business owners it, these things might seem as little or insignificant but believe me for your customer these little things will be significant it, it is completely and i think people say like if you start a business you just have a good product like yeah but good product comes from understanding your customer that's why when we started i think you positioned it as you really want to understand empathy map which is where your customers are now what are they saying to themselves how are they feeling what are they listening what are they hearing what are they seeing then you know that comes from lots of different sources right you can do um, research online you can do search on amazon what do people say about certain things certain products certain books how do they feel forums um social media comments etc they give you so many clues about where they are how they feel um and once you can get those words done and you really see where they're coming from you can then design a product that meets them where they are customers will only buy from you when they feel understood you they don't be they don't go there to understand your products it's like if i feel understood then this product and service is for me it's it's completely irrational it's completely not like oh, i've got a great product and they should come and understand this product no it doesn't work like that it's like if you can hit those points for them they don't care how expensive they don't care how much it is they will just buy it it's, it's just the truth uh good that you mentioned uh between the lines the, the price aspect you know because very often people i mentioned it before but but i will mention it again very often people think that that uh price can be one of the major factors that you can compete on the market. The truth is that if you're going to compete the, with the price, your business model will not be sustainable because then you will, the, finally, you will find someone, let's say, uh, someone more, I don't know, price resistant, let's say, mm -hmm. uh, who will be, you know, uh, trying to counter your offer with the cheaper offer. And you will be countering each other offers until you will reach the, the, uh, the, the, the floor of, of being profitable. And that's not a sustainable business. If your client is, you know, ready to, if you want your client with a price, then be aware that next next year or next month or next week someone else will come with a better price yeah and then you just go down the rabbit hole because then you're trying to compete price and then you before you know it you become a commodity and also if you sell it like oh, i'm just going to sell it cheap the mindset is wrong anyway so the people that you attract the customers or the clients or the whatever they attract they also come from the same mindset they will just go away when there's a cheaper option because for them is a commodity and because you charge it cheap you're a commodity they don't value you they don't care about you they'll just move on and you just have to spend so much time and effort trying to keep looking for customers keep looking for customers and that's a very draining thing to do exactly
Yeah. All right. I think cool. we said everything that we we had to, to say today. Um, so just to finish, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I will take no. Okay, I will let you do it. You do it uh, every time, so I will let you do it. <laughs> you should as well. Go on, give it a go. <laughs> so subscribe, give us a like. Um, of course, subscribe on YouTube, like on on YouTube, but also on Facebook, on on my LinkedIn if you're watching it, because um, you know tonight it's on my LinkedIn. Next week we are having guest episode. Mm. Uh, so we will be inviting one of my friends from uh, Rotterdam School of Management uh, who is running really sex successful uh, business, I All presume. Right. Uh, that's what I see on his social media. So, so we, will, we will verify him, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, next week, whether whether uh, the you know what he shows us on on social media is the uh, let's say uh, factual state of things uh, in his mm -hmm. business. Um, yeah, so 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 definitely, we are inviting you next week for the guest episode because I I believe that these episodes are the most interesting ones. Of course, every episode is interesting, but but but. Guest always adds something special to the episode. Yeah. It's it's a very different view or opinion that they have, isn't it? I, I love guest episodes. It's really nice. Okay. Anything to to add from your side tonight? No, I think I think that is you know we keep building things on the things that we talk about previously. So if you're like, what the hell is empathy map? Then go back to the episodes we did um five weeks ago is on youtube where we talk about empathy map that will give you a very foundational basic understanding about empathy map and about understanding where your customers are and then when you look at this it will all make sense because it's all connected it's all about finding the specific um feelings thoughts emotions the customer have and you find a way to address them and those things become features of your products and the customer can see it so that's basically it exactly all right okay it's time to finish and it's time for you to continue watching your championship league <laughs> champions league champions league champions league championship, league. championship uh, lower league in england okay ah, never mind. champions league right. never mind i'm not a football okay. fan but there we Bye. go see Good you night. take care everybody goodbye